everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain type of person out there in the world that has the ability to be non-draining. And there are people that have the ability to totally drain the energy out of you. I mean, I used to work for somebody that we refer to this guy as the cash register. He just, when he started talking to people and he was in sales, but it's like when he got involved, it, it was just amazing. People followed him like puppies. And he worked with one of the big name motivational speakers years later. And it didn't sh shock me to find that out. But then there's other people that they can just, you talk to them for five minutes and you just feel the soul being sucked out of you. You're just exhausted. In fact, you find yourself yawning at times. And the worst type of person is when, when they're what I call a hostage taker, meaning that they don't let you go. No matter what happens, they'll even grab your arm. Hey, I, I, about this. And, and they'll keep talking. And the longer they talk, it's like, you don't have enough here. I mean, you're sucking the soul out of me. Reminds me of that scene from Harry Potter where the Dementors are, are sucking the soul out of him. It's very similar. Happens every day in the modern office. But then there's harmless people that exist only to play with humanity at large for their own private amusement such as myself. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, it's always important to have a hobby. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody, physically, I'm good with it. Oh, emotionally, I know I've damaged people over the years. I once went to a mini high school reunion and sat down next to somebody who, in high school, this girl went to great lengths to be known. And she sat down and I said, oh, Good to meet you. I'm I'm Will. She says, I know who you are, Will. I went to high school with you. I go, really? Who did you hang out with? Said, your cousin, you. I dated one of your best friends. I said, really? Did we? What year did you graduate? Said, I sat next to you at graduation. I said, this went on for better part of an hour. And finally, I came back from getting a drink. And I sat down. I said, I know who you are. And she goes, you are such an ass. And walked off. And all of a sudden, one of my friend's wives go, okay, so now I understand what my husband was talking about. You are an asshole, but only for your own amusement. I go, well, I, it's not like I hide this sort of thing. I tell everybody this. And like I always say, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm good with it. Because it really doesn't hurt anybody. I've never been the type that thinks that words can hurt people as opposed to what the, you know, the Gen Z and millennials seem to think. Your words can damage someone. No, they can't. If your words damage someone, they were damaged to begin with and just looking for something, you know, the camel's back is broken and basically the, the scotch tape holding it together is about to give way just because I happen to be the last fly to land on it and it snaps in two is not my fault. You know, better to blame it on their parents. You know, if you raise such a fragile child that they have panic attacks and anxiety and they need a safe space to drink hot cocoa and play with Play-Doh, then you've failed as a parent and you should be ashamed of yourself. And if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that has anxiety, I can only assume you ended up on this podcast out of by accident. But it really comes down to this. You're a failed human being if you can't handle the world at large. 
And I'm not talking about somebody who goes to a therapist. Fuck it. You're, you're swinging. You're, you're dealing with somebody that's helping you deal with it. But if you go to the therapist, at some point you have to be, you have to be cured. You have to have an end game in sight. But if you just spend your days going to a therapy for the rest of your life and you're never getting any better, and you're, in fact, you're probably getting worse and you live on Xanax, it's like, uh, yeah, you, you've kind of been a failure here. And I hate that that sounds so mean, but it's kind of meant to be mean. So I guess I don't hate it. I think I like it. I just feel like I should say I hate it. But that's one of my own issues. Not that I go to a therapist over it. My mother once told me, don't go too near the therapist. They aren't going to let you go. So with all that odd bitterness and anxiety and angst and all this stuff crammed into a, a Xanax-shaped bottle, we end up at today's episode, Who is Like the Beast? On today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain something that everyone brings to the room when they enter a Starbucks. It's a flavor of sorts and everybody's different. You know, some people are like a tonic, very soothing, very mellow. They don't even have to do anything really, just be there. I mean, I'm not a big believer in auras, but I also know that I don't know everything, which by the way is still a hard concept for me. My mother once told me I knew everything. However, there is another type of personality slash aura and I refer to them as the tensor. The tensor enters the building and half of the customer's asses went into full clench. And of course a cell phone was involved and I realized that cell phones are a great in invention, communication and all that being a good thing, but it turns some people into different people. Like this woman, she's pissed. It's rare to be able to whisper harshly and have it not carry to all the corners of the room, yet this woman is a past master at it. From the second she entered the building, she is whisper screaming at somebody on the phone. And whoever it is, they're getting a rash and a shit few people ever do. And the tension is cranking higher and higher the longer she's here. She orders, gets her coffee, and leaves in under five minutes. And as she's walking out through the door, the guy sitting next to me lets out a breath of air he probably didn't even realize he was holding. And the entire room relaxed like some sort of karmic high colonic that cleared out the backed up waste that had collected over the last five minutes. Whatever, the room is better now that she's gone. Now you have to wonder what kind of life slash day slash experience you would have to have in order to walk through life with that sort of dead zone surrounding you. What does she do for a living though? This is not someone who's a professional dog groomer. She's the type that dogs lower their ears when they see her and they either whine or growl. Bigger dogs would snap at her. I'm trying to think and the only thing I can come up with that she might do for a living is kill small animals with her hands. Now I can almost feel the complaint emails being typed as we speak so like I always say please don't bother. I don't really care and I will ridicule you in public if I can. I'm kind of a rotten uh, child that way. However, I'm fairly harmless as far as pure evil goes, so I figure I'm flying under the karmic radar for the most part. But I find myself strangely fascinated with this vile woman. You have to wonder about her partner, man or woman, that has to put up with that. 
Here's the conversation when she gets home from work. Hi, honey, how was your day? Ah, bite me, grumble, grumble, grumble. What would you like for dinner? Eat shit, mutter, mutter, mutter. How about we go out for Chinese? I will eat your soul, motherfucker. Now at this point, she sprouts fangs, claws, and bat wings. Sorry. Saw a horror film called Armies of Darkness over the weekend. My head's still kind of stuck there. I am willing to concede by the end of the day, chatter doesn't go down the way in, in their house. That's just in my head. But you never know. Back to my coffee. <laughs>